Okay, hello everyone. For those who don't know, uh, my name is Mikhail St. Catherine, founder of How Meets Fitness. And this is our very first episode and I'm kind of pumped to be here, very excited about it, um, just to see where it goes. Um, I'll be honest with you, most of the time, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing to be honest, and I just go with the flow and do my best. Most of the time I'll make a plan, if it sounds good in my head, I'll get started, figure it out along the way and see what happens and figure things out, pretty open-minded like that. Um, so it's really good to try keep a growth mindset. So today we are starting our very first episode of the podcast and I'm very happy to say I'm joined here by Mr. Jared Bowman. So say hello to the people, my friends. Hello people, hello guys. Literally a pleasure to be here, very excited. Awesome, um, so let's just get started. Um, so obviously you're owner, founder. I am the founder of yeah. Fresh Fitness Food. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a funny one to say I'm the owner these days because we've gone yeah. through a few rounds of investment. Okay, so cool. there's, other, there's other people at the yeah, table, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 Chopped a bit off, yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but look, we wouldn't be here if that hadn't happened. Yes, so, exactly. But no, I, um, I am the founder. I founded the business in 2011. We, we started, the first meal went out April 2012. So it's our seventh wow. birthday next month. Now. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. So, what were you? What were you doing before Fresh Fitness? So, how, I, how did you come up with the idea? What, yeah, where were um, you before that? So, I was quite academic. So, I I, I spent probably too long at university. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I um, what were you studying? I was I was a historian, um, oh, okay. and not not that I ever wanted to go into either teaching or writing books. It yeah. was just it's just what I I, to I took to at school. Yeah. So I was at York three years, uh, which which is amazing time. All my best buddies, you know, still from there. Um, I then got a great piece of advice, which is um, someone you know I was umming and ahhing about what to do next, and someone said to me, uh, ask me a question. How 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 long do you think you're going to be working yeah. for? And I yeah. 40 years something like that, and said, well, yeah. why not work for 39 years and okay. do one more year at university? And I was like, okay, I'm sold. Uh, so I went to Oxford for a year, history, and then I thought, right, I'm gonna have to face the real world at some stage, so yeah. I converted to law, Okay. and then I was a lawyer for four years. Really? Uh, not too far, yeah, not too far from here. Oh, yeah, big, man. big corporate law firm, yeah. Wow, um, how did you find that? Um, do you, people expect me to kind of say it was shit and I hated it, and that's yeah. why, but like, there was an awful lot, it, you know, it, it was, I was a young single guy, earning yeah. a good wage in London, yeah. best city in the world in my yeah. mind, so Enjoying there was an awful it. lot of things, yeah, I, yeah. I liked it, I, got to, I worked in Moscow for six months, Wow. Um, but, you know, the fact we sat here now is, is testament to the fact that it wasn't quite for me, and yeah. there was a few push factors, a few pull factors, the, yeah. the push factors were that I, I didn't want to be a partner anymore, Okay. Um, I, I just felt that my skill set was, um, you know, it, I was quite, I'm quite analytical, I'm quite methodical, but ultimately yeah. I, I looked up the chain, I didn't want to do what the yeah, person yeah, above me was yeah, wanting yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. uh, the pull factors, I, I didn't realise at the time, okay. but I, I, I'm... Yeah, but it's all part of how your journey and where you are today, isn't it? So. It is, it is. I, 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 I'm quite an entrepreneur at heart, and I didn't realise yeah. that at the time, because I had nothing to judge it by, but, yeah. um, you know, I think it's in my DNA, as they, yes. as they say, so, oh, yeah. But no, I, I, so 2011 was my last day working as a lawyer, and then 2012 got going with Fresh Fitness Food. All right, so that's amazing. I didn't know that about you. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I keep so it quiet. Always, it's yeah. not the sexiest part of my life no, right now. It's always <laughs> interesting to see how people got to where they are, and you're like, yeah. oh, you did that, and then you flipped it, and you went, it's like crazy. Started cooking yeah. meals in my home. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so, obviously, this podcast is called Just Get Started, yep. and that's something I've pulled from you. Cool. And it really uh, struck home with me. And I just tell it to clients, even people that come on board with me in some way, shape or form. And they've always had these so many questions like, 
if we're training towards a goal, they're like, how do we do it? What do we do here? They've got these million questions. I'm like, dude, just let's just get started. Mm. And then any problems that arise, we'll deal with that. Any weaknesses come up, we'll deal with that. And then instead of like trying to overanalyze everything, love it. And getting started is literally it's so important. Some people have a good idea, like you say, but they don't really follow through with it, or yeah. they start writing down too much or worry about a logo or worry about the things that don't really matter when just getting started is part of the process. Yeah, yeah I, I, really I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, could, I think yeah. options are good and options are inevitable, but op yeah. options can paralyze you in life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people overanalyze. Uh, and what, what, I've, what I've learned is that very often in life, people's greatest strength is their greatest weakness. So if you're the type of person who is entrepreneurial, yeah. creative, yeah. ambitious, yeah. driven, then you're probably gonna have loads of ideas, but yeah. at the same time, you have too many too ideas, many, yeah. you don't execute on any of them, you don't achieve yes. anything. Yes. So yes. really yes. funny how, how the, you know, same, yeah. the same side of the other coin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, very important. Um, so we've covered what you're doing before, freshness. Yeah. How did you start it? What happened? What was like the turning factor? Like, yeah. you just started making one meal and then. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Okay, so go it like? wasn't a beautiful process. Yeah, so of not, no, no. So I'm going to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, there, was a, there was a couple of reasons why I started Fresh Food yeah. So, I, going even further back, I, I grew up in a Cornish pub. Okay. My, my, my parents were entrepreneurs themselves. They started okay, cool. there. Dad had never pulled a pint, mum had never served a meal. Yeah. Um, but that, what that. Instilled in me. I think it's still more in me than I, I realized at the time, like a real value and a real sense of the power of community for yeah. a business. Yeah. Um, but food, very yeah. obviously. I, I grew up surrounded by food. Yeah. I've always had relatives in Spain, so where food has a really social dynamic. It has, it, yes. It's so powerful just to, to, to watch someone cook you a meal for three hours and then to sit down and enjoy their conversation for a couple yeah. of hours. When was the last time you did that in London, right? No, it's, it's, very, it's, yeah. it's rare. Yeah, it's very so go, go, go all the time. It is, yeah. And we're, 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 we're sat in Pret now, yes. right? And it's a, it's a grabbing a, a on the go. Good so fight, yeah. so I've always loved food. Um, I was one of those kids who threw myself into every sport I could. So food yeah. and fitness awesome. were there. Yeah. Um, the final piece of the, the jigsaw was being a lawyer. Really funny enough, I don't yeah. think freshman industry wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the law because ah, okay. it was the frustration that I felt that I... I was unable yeah. to live the life I wanted to. This, despite, yeah. And that's actually a real lesson for any people with trainers. You yeah. know? So I did seek help. Yeah. I got the perfect diet plan and the perfect route, you know, workout yeah. plan. Okay, yeah. that's fine on a piece of paper, yeah. but I was getting home at midnight. Okay. Do you, yeah. want me, you expect me to stay up for two hours cooking when I've got to be up at five the next no, morning? No, like, no. not yeah, gonna happen. Yeah. So, it's very rare that someone's gonna do that. Exactly, yeah. So I, I didn't have the framework in place I, I wanted to to look, feel, and perform the way I wanted. Um, and that's, that's the moment where I realized I, I, I was an entrepreneur. So I was like, well, if there's a problem, I looked here. out there, yeah. no one was doing what I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, no one was providing the service and solving the, the problem I had. Awesome. So yeah. you either say, oh, well, never mind, or, or you do it, it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I very much see myself as a problem solver too. But um, that makes sense. So like, what, did, what was the first steps? What like, was it look like? Yeah, what was it look like? <laughs> okay, cool, you got this great idea. Yeah. Um, no one's making meals, delivering it. What, what do you do next? So cooking? I was, well, actually, <laughs> step, step number one, do you know what? I, there was an awful lot, I probably, the advice I now give, which is to just get going, uh, I, I firmly believe that. I actually did a fair bit of planning. Okay. Um, I mapped, I'm, I'm not a techie guy, but I mapped out yeah, what the website. Yeah, but that's part of the yeah. process, isn't it? Hundred yeah. percent. So I mapped out what the website needed to look like and do. Yeah. Um, I created the meals. Like I had no nutritional knowledge, but I created these yeah. these recipes. 
Um, I, I had a rough idea of how the model would work logistically. I mean, yeah. that went that went out the door day one. Yeah, one day you go, um, just go with it, innit? Yeah, it is, yeah. it is. And so how it actually looked, um, I, I very much played to very much played the cards I've been dealt and, and the strengths I had at the time. So I had I had an existing network in the city, so I saw that as my fir my first potential clients. Yeah, awesome. I I identified the, the kind of key part of our model, which still exists today, which is how can I help yeah. someone else? And that, that yeah. funny enough, that someone else was actually yeah. trainers. Yeah. So if I can go to a personal trainer and say I can improve your model I can get you better results improve yeah. your reputation and put revenue introduce okay. a new revenue revenue stream yeah it's a pretty compelling and easy story yeah um, so worked out a structure that worked financially and then just went and started like lit so when even, I say knocking even, on doors I mean even that in itself is like you're bringing a solution to a problem exactly and that's where people are gonna like grasp to it if you present a problem but there's no you're kind of like oh you're just giving me another problem dude like, exactly yeah and, and actually probably it's, it's something that for me one of the biggest lessons I could pass on to anyone is in any situation in life whether it's a formal negotiation or a partnership or a new relationship of any sort think about how you can help the other person first yeah. and then normally yeah. like I'm not saying you should be cynical and only think about yourself but that will come back and help yeah. you yeah. and, and any partnership has to work both ways or they'll be very short-lived nice. yeah. that's awesome very good very good but in terms of day one I, I lived in Westmore Park yes uh, and I mean, when I say I did everything myself, Self, yeah. I built the website, did the stuff, recipes, yeah. sales, took the orders, ordered the food, got up in the middle of the night so to receive. How did you promote it? How, how did you get your first client? First uh, orders. Yeah. So obviously personal trainers. Yeah, it was yeah, very much, I mean, like, I think the first gym I, I ever walked into was the, was the one I went to. It's a Virgin okay. Active in Notting Hill. So okay, cool. it was literally, I mean, I had a membership, so yeah, I could walk yeah. in, but. I, I then started to quite literally walk in and unannounced and say like, can I speak to your head trainer? Good. Yeah. Pretty ballsy. <laughs> and, and well, do you know what? When it didn't work, then I thought, okay, why did it work? Okay, yeah. well, maybe free food would help me yeah, get in front of them. Yeah, but that in itself, so a lot of people will be maybe worried about failure or someone saying no or someone saying that's a stupid idea. Yeah. You just, it's just taking that leap of faith in a little bit and you're the, the, going forwards and just answering someone and then you're going, okay, if he said no, how do I assess that? E exactly, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. no, the no is, is, is very often the most valuable part of the process because when I walked in and I realized that I wasn't getting past a receptionist. Okay, cool. Okay, what was the next step? Well, yeah. don't walk in and say, can I see the head trainer? Yeah. Take, take 10 fucking seconds to find out yeah. the name of the head trainer. So now I'm yeah. walking in and saying, can I see Mikhail? Okay, they cool. said, oh, all right, have you, have you got an appointment? No, but he knows oh. I'm coming, even if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that didn't work, bring yeah. two meals. Receptionist <laughs> eats for free, Mikhail yeah. eats for free. Now, I just saw, look, I went from a 0% sex rate to 100% sex yeah. rate with That's a little bit of food. Yeah. And now what you're talking about in yes. grown-up language is what's the true cost of acquiring a client? Yes. And if it's a free meal, it's a free meal. You just yeah. have to bake it yeah. into your model. Yeah, 100%. Totally yeah. agree there. And you had a session with me, didn't you? A I did. I was very fortunate enough, yeah, to... to enjoy it? Yeah, but I think my that. back felt it, you know, in a very, yeah. no, in a very good way. It was yeah. very good. I, I, I mean, I, you know, to anyone, I guess there's going to be a few different types of people listening to this, but um, yeah. I've got a lot of respect for trainers yeah. because trainers vary so much. And yeah. The barrier to entry is actually very low. Yeah. I, I, I do sincerely say I've got a lot of respect for trainers like yourself who are consummate professionals. Yeah. 
technical, yeah. very technically professional. Yeah. You've got you have my spine in your hands yeah. during that workout, right? <laughs> and yet I felt very comfortable. So it's okay, you know, cool. hats off. No, really glad you enjoyed it. It's fun to train you for a bit. Yeah. So when you were like uh, going through the process of trying to attain more clients and just building a brand and trying to grow it yeah. to somewhere where you, you want to be. What kind of struggles did you face? Like, did you feel like quitting at any time? Yes. Weekly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't mind saying that. Look, yeah. I, I, I normally phone my. So we used to produce. Well, we still produce Sunday to Thursday. Seven years okay. later, same same model roughly. So okay. Sunday to Thursday we produce, deliver Monday to Friday. Okay. And I would often either Thursday night or Friday night end up on the phone to my mom yeah. in a fucking Tattoos, mess, yeah. in an absolute <laughs> mess. Um, but but no, I mean, how how did so? The, one one of the things about our model, and I think it applies to most, actually probably all successful businesses, yeah. is okay. I, I'm full of analogies and stupid yeah, phrases, but it, yeah. um, the herd is only as fast as the slowest buffalo, it's not as fast yes, as the true. fastest buffalo. And the last one gets cut. Exactly. Sometimes. Well, how, how that translates into our model is, yeah. let's say your sales, you nail your marketing, your sales, you're onboarding, the food is on point, the presentation's amazing, yeah. but your delivery falls down, okay. everything else is irrelevant. Yeah. It doesn't matter, yeah, if you, yeah, could, yeah. you could have presented the best meal in the universe, yeah. if it went to 24A rather than 24B, because oh, yeah. you haven't sorted out your technology, waste of time. Yeah. So. The, the, the biggest challenge really with, with, with my business I found is that there was there was so many areas of the business which needed a lot of attention and I had to become an expert in to a degree the tech yeah, yeah. certainly sales certainly marketing yeah. food prep food safety food delivery the logistics the, the yeah, aftercare yeah it was it was a big operation and yeah. you know it was an, an, another and, and, and everyone who grows a business beyond themselves will, yeah. will be faced with this question of who do I need to hire yeah how do I give them instructions yeah. and how do I afford them and the simple question there is you know in terms of how you decide that person it's yeah. it's you need to understand everything in your business and yeah. then you say well what can't I what can I no can longer do, do? yeah so for me exactly for me it was a driver that was number one. The delivery had to go. Okay. So Gumtree guy on a bike done. What? Yeah. Gum, Gumtree two guys on bikes. Then Gumtree three guys. Then Gumtree guy in a car. Then oh blah blah blah. And what do you do now? Uh, bike. Bands? No, no. We we actually. So we've gone. We originally it was me on the Hammersmith and City Line between yeah. Westbourne Park and Liverpool Street. <laughs> like literally, yeah. you had to basically live or get delivery within about three or four minutes of, of yeah, a station okay. on the Hammersmith and City Line, oh or you couldn't God. get fresh fitness food. <laughs> um, we, we, we built a network um, that were effectively um, contractors but, but under our control. We then outsourced to, uh, to a company for a couple of years yeah. um, and we just reached a point with them where they weren't giving us any price ba breaks despite the fact we were scaling they were charging yeah. the same and that just that didn't make sense to me and they weren't allowing us access to the data so we can optimize things. Because uh, okay. um, delivery is... is I mean, it's really about drop density, like how close is one stop to another. Yeah. And once you know that, you can start to really optimize and tweak and you know, push more bags onto one driver, despite yeah. the fact, basically, because he's going to a, a smaller area, et cetera, okay, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, cool. um, so we, we actually brought it back in-house um, for, for, again, for a couple of years. And last, about this time last year, about, yeah. about Feb, March last year, yeah. we outsourced the entirety of the logistics to a company called City Sprint. Oh, you might okay. have seen their yeah, bands yeah, kind yeah. of dotted around. So yeah, they so do all the deliveries now. Yeah, yeah, they're a huge, oh, okay. huge company. And yeah. look, working well. It's working very well, yeah. and it's one of those things that. So we we, we have aspirations of, of being multi-city, 
Okay, and, cool. and, and you know, we so right now it's London and nine other UK cities. Okay, um, but we want to be New York, Dubai, wow. Hong Kong, Sydney. Right, now we, we had to make a decision about do we do we do everything and create a model where we basically hand over a piece of paper and to New York and say this is how you run the business. Yeah. Or does that piece piece of paper say this is how you then run? You the ain't got quality control, have you? Exactly. In a, in yeah. Or well, the other option is hand over that piece of paper, but it says you also need to find an outsourced delivery partner. You know, rather yeah. than rather than handling it yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. and we 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 we're, we're comfortable. It's a it's a big headache delivery, and I think yeah. you have to pick your battles. Yeah. You know. Okay. So you, okay. you, you decide what you're going to do as a company and then what you need to get off your plate, really. All right, off the road question. I'm going to throw some of these at you. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how weird are you? Oh, <laughs> I, 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 am, I am one and ten. One and ten. Yeah. Explain. Um, I, I, I'm, I consider myself to be a bit of a social comedian. Okay. I, I, can, I can put a suit on, yeah. go to a members club yeah. and, and sit with a bunch of ex-Oxbridge intellectuals yeah, yeah. and have a conversation yeah. um, but I can also be a complete oddball <laughs> at times and I probably am when I'm with my best mates I certainly am uh, when I'm with my with my girlfriend I think she has to put up with a very odd human being yeah, in yeah. the nicest way um, but I, I like that I, I think one of the things I, I am at all times is authentic yes and if you get me when I'm um, not in a in a formal setting, then yeah. I will be myself. Yeah, you'd be more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I wear my heart. If, you know if I'm unhappy. You know if I'm happy. You awesome. know if I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Awesome. If you could send a message to yourself ten years ago, ooh. to your younger self. Oh, this is a would, juicy question. What would you say? I love I love this question. <laughs> um, so this is for guys that are maybe in a similar situation trying to start yeah. something, business, yeah. uh, self-employment, whatever it is, a new job. Um, um, so shoot. Yeah. What, I mean, one piece of advice is, is, is tough, but I'll have a go. Um, it's a doozy, that one. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's funny enough, I asked this question of a few people myself. I think it would be to, to have an honest conversation with myself and understand what I am truly both passionate yeah. and expert in. Okay. And that will actually define two things what I spend my time on and what I look for help. Because the thing with Fresh uh, Fitness okay, Food cool. is I, I, I did everything and there's a lot of learning there. Yeah. And, and, and the, the business was a success yeah. because of that. But I think it would have been a different story and I probably would have had a few more, you know, uh, like le or less restless nights and less yeah. stress if I'd said, well, okay, from the beginning, this is, what's, this is what this person's gonna do. It's always a balancing act because outsourcing something ultimately costs money and yes. most startups don't have yeah. an abundance of money. So. But I didn't go through that exercise, yeah. and I didn't have that honest looking in the mirror, saying like, "What? What? Why am I?" It sounds so profound. Yeah. Why? Why am I on this? What? What is yeah. it that I'm going to leave behind? What's my legacy? What am okay. I good at? So I, I'd have that conversation with yourself, and that will really define, you know, what you should wake up what and spend your time you should on. Take exactly. and trying to get help and whatnot. That's really true. So it rings true to coaching as well, because even myself at the moment, I even though I'm a personal trainer, I coach. I don't know, up to 30 people or whatever, helping them uh, progress, develop themselves. They've also employed my help to take care of, obviously, nutrition advice, um, just general coaching advice and mentality, yeah. um, showing up, but more so like programming and stuff. A lot of people don't understand the mechanisms that go along with training. And if you can get those mechanisms right, um, there's so much development for the person, there's so much potential behind mm. it. Um, and there's always like, 
a time and a place for everything when you train, which is really important. And a lot of the time people get that wrong. So yeah, yeah. employing that help is really useful. Yeah. Uh, and even though I'm a coach myself, I currently have two people coaching me. So I have someone doing my uh, weightlifting, um, powerlifting program, so Freddie yeah. Wiley. Um, it's great because I don't write my own programming. Uh, it saves me so much time. I, just, yeah. I, get it, I get it in my inbox and then I follow, execute. Do you outsource um, any of, the, of your business, the business functions? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, yeah. So uh, within the three, four of us coaches, we'll, there will be different jobs allocated. Um, if, if, if I need something done that I ain't got time to do or some, something written or something created, I'll ask one of the guys, Daniel, Charlie. You have a PA or you have um, someone? I have a, an assistant, not so much a PA, but if I, for online clients, um, yeah. I will create the program in kind of a draft. I'll yeah. send it to her and she'll bounce it back to me in an Excel sheet. I'm asking you questions. I just realized I'm, 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 I literally, yeah, I've, got, right. I've got five other questions lined yeah, up. Yeah, go on. You, you carry on, no, no, because I'm, I'm I, I find it very interesting because what you were describing there is you, you, you are, as a business function, people are outsourcing something to your, yeah. to, uh, to your you know, pool of expertise. Yeah. And to apply that same rationale, like I, I just love the kind of the, the, the a rigorous sweep through your life to say, what am I spending like yeah, yeah, every minute yeah, on that could someone, someone so else do? So that online stuff what I get my assistant uh, to do, um, she's also helped with the nutrition and meal ideas on the app. So Great. she wrote all of that. I just said, look, Sarah, I need some meal ideas. Very cool. Get yeah. me the macros and break it down, how to do it, ingredients. I just said, look, do it. Yeah, I ain't yeah, got yeah. time to do it. And she's done it. Great job. Nice. Um, it's really good. So with the online stuff, she helps a lot with that, uh, helping the program creation. Like turning a program from like a draft that I've written in my head and planned it out on a bit of paper to the Excel sheet, the finished Excel sheet and the finished product, it probably takes possibly up to two hours. Uh, I can't do that. Of course, yeah. Your time is yeah. more valuable elsewhere yeah, as well, ultimately, right? Not. So if I can get her to do it and I've taught her how to understand like the sequencing and and you sign off on it as well right yeah it doesn't yeah. go to a client no, before no, it comes, yeah of course yeah, yeah there you go it comes back to me i was just right through it um there's a couple of things that need to be i need to adjust in it but then it's just a quicker process yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a lot easier um obviously the app the power of Muse fitness app that is i don't do anything on that uh sam does that so nice my hands are clean of that <laughs> but i need something changed he will i'll just email him or cool. if i need something added again we just communicate and he does it um, it's really quick usually, so that's really good. Um, the Power Music Fitness blog, I don't write any of that anymore. So the writer, um, actually, she will have a list of topics and I'll give her like research points, but she'll go and write it, research nice. it. Also, I'll get it back, I'll read for it first. But I set her the parameters of each topic. Very cool. So then when she gets that, she just goes and reads and then puts it in. A, she's very good at writing. She's much better than me at writing. So. Right. I let her write. Well, that's that's the skill, right? You hire people that are better than you, and you yeah. you. There's a yeah. great saying. I can't remember who it is. I I I'll have to look this up because it's going to bug me now. But uh, hire people that are better than you and let them get on with it. That's isn't that yes. just a beautiful? Yeah. So good. So I, I'm really happy I can like get some people on board to help me out. Yeah, I bet. Um, okay, so you're calling yourself a startup architect. I uh, well actually. What's that all about? So I. But it's really good. Your content's like it's really it's really good. I've been oh, paying thanks. attention to it a lot. Yeah, you're, you're really pumping it out. Yeah, it, it um, makes sense to be honest. So, so go back, go back to the beginning of 2018. I was um, I, I'd taken a bit of a step back from from fresh fitness food. Yeah. Um, and I've got I've got a couple of long term goals. Yeah. Like uh, 
20, my 20 year goal is bringing together two big passions in my life, which is yeah. Cornwall and whiskey. So I want to okay. open a Cornish whiskey distillery. That's, that's, okay. that's my retirement plan. All right. Uh, my, ten, yeah. <laughs> my 10 year plan um, is to, um, to set up an incubator accelerator unit for very early stage startups ah, okay. uh, and to really help um, even from ideation stage through yeah. to kind of like maybe a first round of investment, that kind of stuff. So I, that, that's been my long term goal for, 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 for a little while now. And, and I, I realized I was already on the path there without almost, accidentally. So I was meeting people for a beer, meeting yeah. people for a coffee, giving them a bit of advice, maybe yeah. following up with a few emails, phone yeah, call, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. And I thought, well, actually, I'm really, really enjoying, like, really enjoying it. It's genuinely a part of the, one of the most rewarding parts of my week when I kind of reflect it. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm going to formalize this. Yeah, so make I, it into something. Yeah, so yeah. I just approached six, six people that I was offering a bit of advice to, and I said, yeah. well, look, free advice next yeah. few months uh, we'll meet we'll go yeah. through a few sessions you know this person wanted to raise money this person yeah. wanted to put a marketing plan this person wanted to hire you know etc okay. etc and we just worked through some problems and challenges and move things forward and um, you know I think five out of six of them became paying clients like okay. they approached oh, me good. which was quite cool that's good um, and from that I then thought well actually this is this is there could be something here so yeah. I, I started to send a few posts out yeah, and I, I started to basically, uh, yeah, I think it was like September, October last year, I started to build out my personal brand for the first time. I'd never done that with Freshman's yeah, yeah, It was always you, about the food. I remember you saying that, talking to that way. Yeah, um, and it felt weird at the beginning. Yeah. I remember the first shot, yeah, like yeah. the first image, I was just like, fuck, I'm now one of those people on Instagram taking pictures <laughs> of me having a coffee, looking in the distance. No, you're right, you're good at it. You're a lot better than me. I'm watching like, okay, he's quite good now. He's comfortable. Yeah, he's I'm, comfortable. I, am, I am comfortable. But you have to, you just have to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the startup architect thing, so I, I didn't know what to call it, didn't, didn't know how to charge, yeah. didn't know what I'd be doing, didn't yeah. know who, who my clients were, blah, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. but just got on and did it. And um, two clients, independently of each other, two separate clients, turned around within, within a fortnight of each other, yeah. and jo like jokingly in an offhand comment said, oh, you're like a startup architect. Cool. And I thought, well, f first of all, my branding brain went, I'm having that. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, I thought, look, that's, if that's how it's landing, then yeah. I'll, I'll let my clients give me the label that they yes, think is, yeah. is, is relevant. So, so yeah, so I've, I'm building a brand around this, this basically this concept that um, what early stage businesses need typically is, is the right structure, the right framework to make yeah. really sensible yeah, decisions. Sometimes they don't know, it's, even myself, you're kind of like, what do I do now? Or yeah. what is the path? Here or do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's really, I think that's valuable if there's someone there you can ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do I do this? What's the next step? And even um, I mentored two people, um, Charlie PMF coach as well, and I myself have been mentored by three, four, or five people over the years. So it's really, it's invaluable information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's so good. And yeah. For you to be able to go, how, why, when. Yeah. to someone and they can give you a, a good answer or say it depends or they'll weigh up your options yeah. and help you decide that in your brain it is so invaluable yeah and, and look I mean I've got clients so I didn't even understand as I said I didn't understand what I'd be doing but what I, what I realise now I do is, 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 is really there's really kind of three things so okay. like one is mentoring and okay, you, yeah. I didn't even really understand I never thought about the difference between mentoring and coaching before yeah. but, so I, I have a few clients I mentor yeah I have a few clients that I coach, okay. and the difference really there is, you know, mentoring is just setting someone up to go and do it themselves. Yeah. Coaching is a bit more involved. There's, there'll often be kind of like yeah. takeaway actions. For me, yeah. I'll often be involved with 
document production or at the actual doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the third one is is really an extension of, of, of a coaching s skill set, which is it's a more formal and, and slightly more grown-up standing role, which is really joining a company formally as a strategic advisor or an NED. Oh, okay. So there's two companies that I'm, I'm doing that with now. Right, um, you can say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So one, um, they're both, funnily enough, I spread myself, I, I, I initially said, well, as long as I like the founders and I like the yeah. idea, I, I'm happy to do anything. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm working with two fashion companies, what? a subscription <laughs> service in the kind of parent space, okay. loads of different companies. Um, but I think I think if I imagine in ten years' time, I'll be yeah. working mostly with food, fitness, and lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Very consumer-centric brands. Yeah. I, I yeah. love brand and, and marketing, and you know, building a really cool story behind the product or service. Right. So the two companies great. I'm working with um, are in the fitness space. Yeah. Uh, one's called the Personalized Protein Co. Okay. And net clues in the name. Okay. Uh, it's a questionnaire-led service that tells you and, and directs you towards a, the blend of protein that's right for you, oh, based on okay. your goals, your requirements, maybe some allergies and all that kind of stuff. Okay, wow. So they, yeah, they, yeah, they got, they got, they. I mean, they're great, great guys. The, the yeah. other two, the the, the, two, the two founders, so, um, Sam and, and Christian. Yeah. Um, Christian is is just like almost like a savant level growth hacker. His okay. just knowledge of that world is just like, wow, I don't understand what you're talking about, but like, just I- Just do it. Do it. Um, and, and, and Sammy is just a, a, a Sammy Zappi is, is just an awesome entrepreneur, like really, really smart, driven. I mean, their, their mindset and work ethic is awesome. I love working with them. The other business is HealthPod. Um, okay. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a fitness, fitness tech business. Really, really exciting. So the, the, the proposition is that, um, uh, I mean, it's very much in your space, funnily enough. Um, okay. It basically connects consumers with a fitness professional for an in-app uh, video conference. Oh, okay. So rather, so there's a few things that have kind of got close to it. Like, yeah. but what, what they tend to be is they the apps out there at the moment it tends to be an on-demand app that connects you yeah. with John okay. and, and finds, okay, were well, you going to go to John or is he yeah, going to come to you okay. or are you going to meet in the middle of a field yeah. somewhere, whatever it is. Okay. What this does is it says, it allows the consumer to say, okay, well, I want someone who's a strength and conditioning coach, but yeah. I've got a knee injury and I'm focusing uh, on fat loss okay. or whatever it is. It, the algorithm then basically matches you yeah. with three trainers and says, okay. here are the three trainers, here's their rating, here's yeah, this. Yeah. So a bit of kind of peer-led review and then you get to choose which, which trainer you want. Uh, okay. the, the price point is interesting. It's very mass yeah. market. So it's a, it's a 15 pound, 30 okay. minute consultation. Cool. Okay. That allows trainers um, to basically monetize dead time. Yeah. So we did. So I've joined HealthPod as a, as a co-founder. Okay. Um, and we did a bunch of research into the gym group. And what uh, we found okay. is that um, the average trainer at the gym group has 3.1 hours a day wow. where they're doing nothing. Really? They can't, where in theory it's dead time. Now, obviously, yeah. someone like someone like you would yeah. say, "Well, it's not dead time because no, I've got I, I'm recording yeah. a podcast, I'm doing yeah, this, yeah. I'm catching up, I'm admin, I'm checking yeah. the blogs, etc." Yeah. But for a lot of trainers yeah, who aren't as new. mature, yeah. exactly, yeah. what do they do? They they yeah. actually fall into social media and yeah. waste an hour. Whereas what this allows you to do is go around to Brett or yeah. find a meeting room or just go around the corner and yeah. have an in-person conference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really scalable idea, going very well. The, 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 I mean, we're, we're about to have some fun with our build. We're, we've chosen the agency and the build will start probably next week. Oh, right. iOS only to start off with. Okay. Um, and we've been accelerated, uh, accepted onto a, a really, really kind of like prominent and well-respected accelerator, which is the Active Lab. Okay. So do you know, have you heard of UK Active? Um, they're like a governing sure, no. body. They kind of sit on top of a few gyms, but oh, okay. yeah. 
Um, but they have a accelerator program. Uh, they run it once a year for ten companies. Yeah. Uh, and we, you know, I think like six companies. Six. Oh, there's about six applications for every for every category, and there's, okay. there's four, I think there's ten categories, and we're very fortunate to win ours and oh, go through. So it's a ten, ten weeks of kind of training and, and upskilling, and then we get to pitch to a board for some funds, and yeah, basically yeah, it's yeah, a great network of things. Yeah, well. So very exciting. Yeah, yeah, man, it sounds really. Your, yeah. your, your hands are busy, mate. Exactly. Yeah, and then there's plant. How do you do supplements? It all? Um, how do I do it all? It must be what, what like your your obviously you organise your diary, but yeah, kind of manage so many different things. Yeah, I've I've learned actually. It, could it get overwhelming. How yeah, it, it, there was a, there was a time actually last year where it was getting a bit overwhelming, and I think I, I took a few I took a few steps. So um, step number one was to to, to really reapproach my diary and and and, yeah. and just you know stick it on steroids okay yeah. this is not working I need to do <laughs> yeah. something here so a complete reevaluation of the way I was organizing my time um, really taking the time at the beginning and the end of the day to think about my day my tasks yeah. and priorities uh, I actually having used a PA for about three years uh, the virtual PA yeah. um, then stopped I, I started using again. a PA again yeah, yeah. Um, and what does she do um, so initial like I think all people that use PAs go through the same process. You know, initially it's a little bit tentative. You don't know how they're going to work. So, I gave I, initially I gave her access to one inbox, um, and then uh, okay. so, so I've got about I've got about four or five inboxes. Probably Ready, yeah. let me sort out. But four or five inboxes, uh, four or five calendars. So she started okay. managing those, um, and now she gives me uh, she sends me a daily report, um, okay. and that daily report really breaks down into something that I can use, which yeah. is like here's everything I've done, Jared. Yeah. Actually, she stopped doing that. So, if she's done something that I've instructed her to do, yeah. I don't need to know she it's done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it's it's. You don't need to read that. It's questions. Yeah. yeah. So, I didn't understand this. Should I should I look yeah. after it? Or I think this is something for you to look into. Okay. So she sweeps through five inboxes, LinkedIn, and any tasks I've set her, and sends me a daily report. Um, she's all. Yeah. She's yeah. also there if I have any kind of discrete tasks. So, uh, I got her to sweep through on. One of the side hustles I'm working on at the moment, I got her to sweep through an inbox uh, and pull together basically every single email chain that hadn't ended in a sale. I hadn't uh, captured that in a spreadsheet, which is very stupid of me. Oh, okay. uh, and it was like two hours of work. Well, here's the thing: it, it would have taken me because I would have been like, "Oh, this is such a shit task." Yeah. Probably would have taken me three hours. Yeah, yeah. But it takes me. <laughs> so that, that's that's something I'm, I'm I'm convinced that when I, when in the world of like PA and outsourcing, yeah. I've decided there's a 1.5 multiple. Okay. So if I get a PA to do an, an hour task that I don't want to do, yeah. she does the task, one hour, so that saves me one hour, okay. and it also saves me half an hour of headspace. It increases yeah, yeah. me by half an hour of productivity. So yeah, I think yeah. getting rid of the right task is actually yeah, as a 1.5 return. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, you can then just focus on more important things exactly, that yeah. maybe more attention. Exactly, like stuff yeah. like that is gonna just yeah. well, but yeah, bore you, but you're gonna spend a lot of time on it and Exactly. Your brain could be somewhere else. Exactly. And there's also Plant, the supplements business, oh, yeah. um, which is which is now kind of live and products live on Amazon, okay. working on the second and third flavor, building the website, etc. Mate, you're busy. Yeah. I thought I was busy. I need to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so as you said, everyone has a good idea. Yep. But how do you start turning that into business? And like, I even when you said this, I thought about it. It's very relatable to being a personal trainer. Mm. And um, not that it's a bad thing at the moment. Um, I think it's a very positive trend that people are getting more into health and fitness and maybe want to be, maybe not a personal trainer, but they want to like 
have more control of their day, be self-employed, kind of take ownership of their own life and not be just working nine to five and maybe looking into things they can do more passionately. But a lot of the time now people are like, going, oh, I'll be a PT and I'll make loads of cash. Or, yeah, it's easy, right? 80 easy. pounds an hour yeah. times 10 hours. Oh yeah. my God, I'm going to be a They do the math and yeah. they're like, oh, this is great. But then like, it's a good idea, maybe at the time, yeah. but they might not know how to turn that to business. So how have you, what experience have you had with that? Yeah, with, like, so, so look, I, I think in most instances, I'm well, I'm assuming that if you're asking that question, I'm assuming that someone else is, is doing something else. So they're, they're working in an office, they're doing one yeah. job, they're, they're thinking about doing another. For me, I think the most sensible way, like obviously, like, you know, as you said, just getting started is a big part of this. But yeah. I, I don't think, I don't advise people to say, you know, fuck it. Oh, Pile yeah. of papers up in the air, <laughs> storm out of the office and never come back. For me, the more sensible option is, what are the questions that need to be answered okay. such that that idea can become a business? Yeah. What actions do I need to take to answer those questions? So okay. let's say for instance, you want to become a personal trainer, right? Yeah. What are the key questions that you ask? So actually you probably have to ask, do I enjoy it? That's a pretty fucking question. Yeah. So don't quit the job as a, as, as a lawyer to become yeah. a PT until you know yeah. whether you're being a PT. So yeah. how about you start, you, you, you go through the training, yeah. did you even enjoy that? You yeah. become qualified, yeah. did it happen, did you enjoy it? And then work on a Sunday, yeah. three hours, that's it. Yeah. Do you still, are you getting out of bed on Sunday yeah. thinking, this is the best three hours yeah. of my life? <laughs> or are you thinking, oh, fuck am I doing? Yeah. I can't wait to get back into the office environment. Yeah. So you can test it, you can test whether it's right for you. Yeah. You can start to test really important questions like how much am I gonna charge? Is it going to bring in the income I need? How do I talk what's to my route to market? Yeah. How do I reach clients? Will I need to know what's going to be my route to market? What's going to be my demographic? Am I going to be a trainer that puts people on stage? Yeah. Am I going to be a trainer that actually focuses on rehab? Am I going to be a trainer that focuses on body composition? All of these questions, people yeah, would just leap huge. into without yeah. art. Yeah, yeah exactly. they're, they're, they're huge. So, yeah. so how can you test the idea before you run the risk of throwing yeah, you the want to dive in there and just, exactly. it happens a lot and um, I've noticed over the last four or five years, uh, everyone's trying to get into the industry, which is good. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that, and it's a positive trend. As I said, it's, everyone's being more self-conscious about their health, fitness, strength, whatever it is. And you've got things emerging like CrossFit and powerlifting that are being more mainstream. So everyone's getting into it more, and yeah. like, oh, everyone's thinking, oh, maybe I'll do this for a living, which is great. I, I get a lot of questions from people. I've been thinking about being a PT. I'm like, okay, great. Like, what, what, how do you? Yeah, what where, next? Where, where, where do you see yourself? How do you yeah, see yourself yeah, doing yeah. it? I'd say first thing, do the course. Go from there, and then think about how you would actually go into a gym as a PT. How are you going to get clients? Like, you're going to need some sort of help. And a lot yeah, of the time yeah, yeah. now, people are coming into the gym floor, and they haven't had much help. So you're you're kind of just stuck in no man's land. Couldn't agree more. And it's it's really hard to see because. A lot of the times they don't want to ask for help or there's kind of this ego thing that I'll just truck it and do it on my own and like a lot of the times there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Oh absolutely. Gonna, if it can make you go two steps faster. Yeah so I it. mean it's the same it's the same with me in the consultancy space you know when when when, when I'm helping other startups the, the the greatest sense of satisfaction on my side is, is when I can say well we moved your business forward a month in an hour you know and, and I yes, genuinely think I walk away from some sessions confidently being able to, to, 
to say that I've done that. And you know, time is it's obviously the most important commodity we have. It's also the one that you can never earn more of. You know, it's 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 finite and, it, and it's predictable. So to to help people move things forward at, at a relatively you know wait, wait, whatever the cost at a cost that makes sense for them is it's a no brainer. In my mind. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Very much agree. Mm. Right. If someone was also you mentor people and try to coach them through their mm. startups. Um, what three things do you try to teach them from day one if they don't already know this or kind of like three fundamentals they try to get into their head? Mm. Um, I mean, I, I, one of the most common things I, I have to work around is is, is budget. And, and people, people just don't know how much they can achieve on a very small budget in the startup space. Okay. Um, and so I think understanding where your costs really have to, to go, and also what's going to, and also what costs have to, you know, make more sense at a certain stage is yeah. really important. Like understanding whether you should spend money on PR at a certain stage, or whether you should put yeah. it into marketing, or sales activity, or branding, or etc. Yeah. Is it's business dependent, it's yeah. stage dependent, it's budget dependent, but there's yeah. always a right order, yeah. and most companies get that. And most, very few companies optimize it perfectly, okay. and most get it like wrong, and, it, and very often it's enough to to sink a company, or certainly yeah. to demotivate the decision maker, so it becomes okay. more efficient. So I'd say that's number one. Um, most, one of the most common things that I find is that people, people start up a business having a very particular skill set, and what they don't do is utilize that skill set, whether they, they come from a marketing background, a fitness professional background, yeah. they, don't they don't do two things which need to be done simultaneously, which is maximize the value they can extract from their background, their skill set, their experience, okay. at the same time as realizing every single other task, every single responsibility that needs to be covered, yeah. and then make it a simple, we, we talked about this earlier, yeah, yeah. do I do it? Or, or does someone else do it? Yeah. Exactly. So really, I mean, in, in grown-up business speak, what you're talking about is an org chart, an organization chart. I think chart. that's what's quite good about like um, the world at the moment where everything's kind of connected. So you can get help from someone, not necessarily have to be there with them. 100%, or, yeah. Three, three of my clients are remote. Yeah, so, so yeah. obviously, yeah, everyone can say about social media, it's kind of like makes people de deconnected and not want to have human contact. But I think it's the positive is also if you're growing a business or you're working and you or you need help mentoring or whatever, there's so much help you can get from a distance mm. and through remote control in a way. Yeah, you know I mean? And a lot of that relates to online coaching as well where I might not see a client for a month in person, but we still have that constant contact through WhatsApp, emails, they yeah. log in with me, they check in and there's always that constant help and feedback. Yeah, the feeling of support, yeah. accountability. Yeah, that's structure. Massive. Yeah, yeah, that's massive. So I, th I think the third thing, I think I think it's a bit of a split between two things. You know, I think on the if, if I was to say a third thing in the in the in the more kind of coaching space, I would say um, <laughs> it sounds so obvious to say it, but creating a very goal-driven timeline for your business. Yeah. Now, it, it it's not good enough to say I want to grow my business. Yeah. There's nothing specific, there's nothing measurable, there's no yeah. timeline against that. Yeah. Now, if someone turns around and says, I want to grow my business to 50 customers because yeah. that will allow me to speak to investors and raise yeah. some money at a valuation that makes sense, I can work with that. Yeah. So getting companies into, yeah, into that position very, yeah, that's very and then reversing out of that yeah. to do every right. action necessary to put yourself in the position to do that. Okay. On the business side, I'd say that. 
on the personal side, I think where I where I work a lot in the mentoring space um, is really helping helping people to again it sounds so obvious to say out out front but helping introduce a, a very particular level of accountability and also giving people's daily but weekly monthly kind of life real structure and real prioritization yeah. like to say that out loud i mean it, it sounds like the most obvious thing but the, the, the problem with running a business is that there's always a million priorities yeah there's always and a so to do exactly yeah. and in, and actually those two things combined so when you're looking at the priorities right in front of you you might be thinking oh my god i have to get back to that email yeah but actually when you stand back for three seconds you line up your weekly goals your monthly goals your daily goals you actually I need to put yeah. that to one side for at least an hour because if I don't do this, that person doesn't get that email, that doesn't happen, yeah. it's not back with me by the weekend, which means yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So a combination of individual daily accountability prioritization with kind of long-term yes. goals is very important. Yeah. Very good, very good. All right, I am gonna start wrapping things up because guess what, I have a client soon, <laughs> as you would know. Yeah. <laughs> and I will be letting Jared go back to his daily tasks. But one last question before I let you go, my friend. Yeah. Um, how do your values show up in your workplace or in your work environment every day? Interesting. That's a great question. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in this. And one of the things I almost said to your previous question is taking the time to find your values. It's yeah. probably one of the things I work a lot yeah. with in businesses. So me, I, I, I like to carry, as I said, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a very authentic, authentic person. Um, I, I like to deliver on what I promise. Um, and so I think the values that, that really stem from that, um, I, I'd like to think I have very good work ethic. Um, I yeah, you're crazy work ethic. Yeah, yeah, it, I, I, I enjoy busy. it. I catch up, mate, with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and it's not, I, I think I've, there's been times where I've worked hard for the sake of it because I felt comfortable, but I think it's more, you know, it's more about being very select in where you place your energy, but I do think I, I do think I have a good work ethic. Um, I think I'm very honest, and I, 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 it's a little bit cringeworthy to say that, but like, I, I, I like to think that I've never given anyone advice, or I've never said yes yeah, or no to anything, them, yeah. because of an ulterior motive. Yeah. Like, I, I just think that if, I think you'll win in life by really trying to help people. Yeah. Um, so being honest and helpful, definitely. Um, I'd like to think that my, my kind of moral compass is put in the right way, and you know, I've got my integrity lined up. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely driven by a real desire to to make a difference, and to, I, I love building brands that can yeah. impact people and, 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 and the world. Mate, that's great. Yeah. Um, I'm loving what you're doing on your Instagram, to be honest. Thank you. So, yeah. um, keep that going. Um, if you want to give Jared a follow, it's Jared, Jared Beaumont Williams at, on Instagram. That that's is Instagram. Yeah. Um, um, so please yeah. do my follow. Websites um, same. dot com. Well, you, you got your own website? Uh, yeah, it's only a landing page, data yeah, capture. Yeah. Is it jarrobomart.com? Jarrobomart.com. Right. <laughs> and the startup blueprint, if you're going to listen ah, to my podcast. Yes, there yes you go. please. So <laughs> if you can jump over to his podcast on I Apple. appreciate that. Is it on Spotify as well? Apple Spotify. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, give that a listen as well. Um, also, if you're interested, check out freshfitnessfoods.com. Please do. Um, food is amazing. I had some myself. Um, one thing I will say is, a lot of these companies, you get a meal and also you get a box. Um, food's very tasty, but sometimes it's not enough food. Yours was too much. I couldn't eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So that was good. I was really happy with yeah. that. We, we like, get that a lot, actually. Yeah, that's... that's it's people switching to a different calorie you know, yes. density, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that was great. I really enjoyed cool. that aspect of it. Um, 
We do have a discount code, um, PMF10, which gives you 10% off any order at Fresh Fitness Foods. Um, you also can get £25 off your first order with PMF25. Yep. Um, so do go check out Fresh Fitness Foods and Mr. Jared Bowman. But thank you very much, my friend, for joining me today. My um, pleasure. Loved it, it. Yeah, it was great having you on, so I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoy, guys, and I'll see you on episode two. Awesome. You've been listening to the Power Moves Podcast. Power Moves Podcast.